Hello, hello. You know what time it is. It is drive time, thrive time with me, Erin Breeze. We are out on the road of life after divorce, and I really appreciate you being here. Thank you for tuning in. And we have been exploring, this is the third in a little four-part series that wanted to be just wanted to be. <laughs> so that's how the car cast goes. It's sort of whatever is coming through to share with you and talk about. And um, if you're new here, welcome. This car cast is, is for you to bring you a little added, I hope, inspiration, some ideas, certainly support and a sense of community out on the road of life after divorce. And if you're new here, and also, if you're new, especially in the journey, um, I was just chatting with a client over text who is celebrating, um, you know, the, the early stages of refinancing a house and getting it in her name and her and separating space, like having her partner, um, future ex, move out. And those those early steps are so huge and take so much time and energy. And so please keep being kind to yourselves because it will, I know sometimes because I'm much further out now, right? And of course, talk about divorce as a divine disruption and the awakening and all the advantages and all the positivity and the beauty that's ahead for you. And, and that is all true and all ahead. And also, if you're feeling like that's not where you are right now, just please know wherever you are is, is exactly right. And we all have to go through all the steps and stages. Okay. And that just keep being kind to yourself and patient and take it really, truly take it one day, one step at a time. This is a time too, to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with support and moving in closer to communities of support like ours. So if you're not yet a member, we have, there's just, there's no reason to not be connected because it's so important on so many levels, it's important that we that we have support around us with people who have been where we are and are in you know who encourage us and inspire us and motivate us and just help us through those when the days are tough. Remind us that that's temporary and that and just really believe in us and understand what we're going through. So there's never been a easier way. I mean, there's a, there's so many ways to be connected to me and to happy home and to this community. So please, if you're not yet connected at minimum, start with the, the month, the monthly membership. Um, you can search for me on, on mighty network. It's called happy home community with Aaron breeze and, um, and join us there because that is the great first step, <clears throat> excuse me, a great first step, right? And especially if you're in the middle of the early things that do take so much time and bandwidth, it's a great way to like have some community and have some support. Um, you might not yet be ready for the, the full immersion in one of my programs, but you could start there. So we'd love to have you. Um, and yeah, but let's get back to our four part series. So we've been exploring what I call the four quadrants, which are what we all have. We are all, we all have both masculine and feminine energy and can work with both. We do all tend toward one or an, like we tend to have, like we do with strengths. Um, we just have tendencies, right? Of ways that we work. Um, and they don't, and again, everybody has both. We also, depending on our profession, can find that, oh, yeah, I can see where, like, I really, maybe in my personal life, feel more balanced or feel even more in my feminine energies and in my work life, 
feel like I have to really step more into my masculine, um, maybe work in a, in a company or in a corporate setting that is that way or a male dominated or just masculine energy dominated sector. So you might find that, oh, like as I'm talking about this, you can relate that there's almost different aspects of you because you shift throughout your day depending on what you're doing. And that's very normal. Um, or you might find, oh, that you're actually in a, in a field that enhances even more your expression of your feminine energies. And so if that's true for you, you might, it might be interesting for you to look at, well, where maybe I'm underdeveloped in my masculine. And part of why it's so important to understand this for each of us is that we want we want to be balanced. We want, it doesn't mean that at all times we're even and equal and like exactly half and half. That isn't realistic because we are moving and flowing, right? And so the way that you show up with a partner, the way that you show up in your work world, the way that you show up as a mom, the way that you show up in different settings, right? It's going to, it's going to, it's important that we, that we're able to flow and bring out in ourselves and allow ourselves to express certain things, right? Or we just need those, a different a way to show up, to be secure, to be safe, to be protected, to be boundaried in certain environments that just require more of that. So, but it's important that we notice because we want to understand it so that we're consciously moving. We're not just, you know, by default, right? And part of what I love about the divorce journey is that it allows us to see when we look at our relationship places of imbalance, then we get to have the benefit of gaining all of that, those insights, that wisdom, and then moving into our future, including new partnership, we can be conscious of that because partnership will thrive when both partners there should be a complimentary, right? It's fine to have somebody for, and for sure it works often part of the magnetism. Part of what brings us together is that there's somebody more feminine and somebody more masculine. And, but those things can keep shifting. And the more that we're aware of it in ourselves and in our partners, that allows us to give safe space for everybody to explore and express the full range, right? Um, it doesn't serve any of us to have women feeling that they have to be always in their feminine or that to succeed in the business world, for example, they have to sort of not express the feminine and adopt masculine that doesn't actually serve them over time, right? It also doesn't serve men to be never allowed to be in their feminine. And we can see where like we are living at a time where there's so much more, thank goodness, fluidity and flexibility and space for men to express their feminine, which again is emotion and spirit. And for women to be more embodied and be more physical world, mind and body, right? And for all of us to be allowed to be in all spaces, but we still have a long way to go in certain spaces to actually make the spaces more balanced, right? We can think of of sectors that are male dominated, for example, that are very masculine that you would, that when we see that where women have to really kind of take on um, more masculine characteristics and traits and personalities. And sometimes they do that at their own expense because it's not, it's not allowing them to be fully who they are, right? So part of what we get to work on now in the world is, is spaces that truly are inclusive in all ways and recognizing that, yes, there are going to be times where we all need to be 
in more masculine or in more feminine, but we want to all have permission. We won't, it's not meant to be dictated to us or like mandated, right? We want to have spaces where, where the totality, um, if you heard that little ding, yes, I have fuel, low fuel, (laughs) but we will get there. Don't you worry. We will get there. Um, so today, so we talked about two days ago, emotion. Then yesterday we talked about body today. I'd like to talk about the mind part of mind. So mind is masculine. And this is like, this is our thinkingness, right? So most of us culturally at this point are, are even those of us who identify as kind of more feminine energy, we are way too much in our minds trying to analyze, figure things out, think about things in sequence, linear thinking, like problem solving, like this is mind. And part of what I'd love for you to do a little inventory on is, is your, where are you with your thinking? (laughs) Is your thinking, is your thinking creating space for you and freedom for you and comfort for you? Or is sometimes your thinking, um, doing the opposite, right? So mastery of our thoughts, because thoughts are a form of energy and anything we're thinking, we're experiencing. And of course there's this loop where what we're thinking dictates our emotions, which is then expressed in how we feel. And we have this cycle, right? And if we're not conscious of our thoughts and don't have mastery over our thoughts, we can end up with um, all kinds of emotional, what we talked about two days ago, repression, suppression, and stress, and all kinds of things, right? So it's really important that we approach mind from in a few different ways that I want to talk about right now. One is like we just said, understanding that your thoughts, you are not your thoughts so that you want to have mastery over your thought machine, which is the mind so that you are consciously creating thoughts. Also noticing thoughts that are in overdrive and noticing the origin of thoughts. Cause remember thoughts are energy. So we're, we're receiving thoughts like almost you can imagine it like a radio station the, the dominant, uh, culture or our own kind of identity groups, right? So that can be ethnic, cultural, religious, social, any of your identity groups that basically like downloaded to you, programmed you thoughts, right? From the time that you became a thinking being and we're understanding language and, and starting to file that away in the form of, of language, um, your understanding of beliefs, of points of view of expectations of norms, right? All of this cultural content in the form of thought. So we want to really have a relationship with thought where we go, okay, I know that I'm not my thoughts. It's really, I can get curious about what I'm thinking and then curious about where it comes from, right? Because we get to, you know, delete out. Um, and actually on a, with a client group, a couple days ago, my thrive group, which is the mama mastermind. After you've been working with me, you can join for continued work. It's our graduate group. And, um, we had a whole conversation about the ability to delete the thoughts and like you do have a delete button. And this was a gift. This awareness was a gift from, um, I've mentioned Mariel Diaz before one of my, um, wonderful, um, just life guides. She's a business coach and mentor. And, um, she taught me the delete button. <laughs> super helpful, super helpful to notice because it's not that all day long 
we're not like we can't avoid having some unwanted thoughts, unhelpful thoughts, old patterned thoughts. They will just pop in. The goal is not getting to some place where they're not even ever manufactured because that's pretty impossible because even if even if you really gain mastery over and like reprogram your your thought patterns that you grew into from childhood, yes, we want to do that work and can do tremendous work to release um, and transform and shift those unconscious beliefs and thought patterns and make them conscious so that we can shift them. But we're all, we're just all permeable to thought energy coming from all around us. So it's not that you're manufacturing them. Often they're just being manufactured in the media, in the news, your, your, you know, peer group, your colleagues. So you're just, there's just thought messages coming in all the time, which is why we want to be conscious. The whole goal with consciousness is then if we're aware, then we can shift and we can move through our day, including moving through our thoughts and not attach to them and learn that we don't always need to move into analysis or problem solving, which the mind really wants to do. That's what the mind's job is. Solve problems, keep you safe, analyze threats, right? And so part of this is really understanding that that's just what the mind does. And we want to make space because the mind just loves being on. It really loves being on that. It will, it will take up all the space from spirit. If we're not conscious, we have to make room for spirit because spirit doesn't come in when there's a whole bunch of chatter. Right. Um, so, and we'll talk more about spirit tomorrow, but with mind. So that's part of what I'd love for you to do a little inventory of for yourself is that your relationship to the thoughts, to your mind machine. Then the other place, of course, with mind is mind is also like knowledge and information and knowing how to do things and what to do and strategy and, you know, tools that we can use in our lives. And so also looking at that, like there's, that's helpful, right? We need to, we want strategy. You know, one of the the most most of you, when you do get on a call with me or join a program, it's because you want to know how, how do I make my divorce, my divine disruption? How do I create a happy home when we've gone through something so upsetting and painful and disappointing? How do I do that? Right. You are craving and seeking tools and know how and strategy. And so I want you to notice where do you is there a gap right now in your knowings of how? I don't mean the, the spiritual knowings that I talk about with the padlock um, journal practice. And I'll mention that again more tomorrow when we talk about spirit. Like there are knowings that are you're just, there's not a need for logic or rationality. It's just those knowings are your spiritual knowings. Those are your inner wisdom, your intuition, your guidance, right? And then there's like know-how, which is information that comes from either you've invented it, right? You can, of course, develop your own or you're learning from someone else because you're an apprentice in that area, right? So, or you're, you're learning. Um, and then that is where, what we, so we want to, we want to make sure that we have the know-how that we need in our lives. And so I'd love for you to just check out with yourself what comes to mind, since we're talking about mind, what comes to mind with this question of where are you missing some know-how that you really are ready to have in your life? 
that you will benefit from, that will allow you to go further, faster on this path to getting closer to the future that you do want, the relationship that you do want, the career that you do want, the lifestyle that you do want, the financial position that you do want, right? What, what is there a gap with know-how that you want to call in and go looking for? It's always right around us. And it's amazing how once we set the intention of, oh, I want to know how to do this, that it's suddenly it's like that. I mean, people, sometimes that's how they find me, right? It's like, I got clear, I needed help. And then all of a sudden I noticed you on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And here we are, right? I need to know how to do this. And here you are who can show me how. And so it it could be about this divorce journey, of course, but also are there other areas where you are ready for the next level of know-how? Um, you've heard me, if you've been listening for the last few weeks, we've talked, I've talked about, um, Kate Motz, who's an amazing, um, fun, functional medicine coach. And she, I work with her now on my own health and wellness. And part of that was this awareness. I don't have the know-how and I don't like to waste time learning sometimes <laughs> because like, I mean, like in reinventing the wheel, I don't need to do that. I need to just go to somebody who has the know-how, right? So it was such a gift that she is a client of mine here at Happy Home. And now I can be a client of hers um, because, and we can exchange in this way, the know-how, right? Like her career has been built on that expertise. My career has been built on this expertise of guiding you through this journey to your purpose, to your path of awakening through divorce, to your next relationship, to your really getting clear on your professional aspirations and who you are and your, what you're here to do. Um, so that's my know-how. Um, so I just would love for you to check in. What's that know-how that you want to do? And then also noticing, cause again, we're we're talking about mind. Do you feel balanced in relation to your mind, to your mind machine? Um, does that, does the need to think, to analyze, to problem solve, to have structure and order and logic and rational, like, is that in overdrive? Um, and again, it may be that those, those are required in your career. And so you kind of sometimes If we are in a profession that's like operations or that's in a male dominated field or in the corporate world where there's like a, a, it just really brings that out in us. And then if it matches our, our tendency anyway and our personality, right, we can notice so that we're kind of always in that and we want to notice that. So if your mind machine is in overdrive, it's wonderful awareness to go, okay, like I'm going to create some space to be free from that. Um, and because only when we're, when we, when we quiet the mind can spirit, like spirit, our, our, our spirit information comes in through our heart. It comes in through not language, right? It just comes in. Um, some of us hear things, some of us feel things, some of us just have knowings, right? But we all have this connection. And again, I'm jumping ahead a little bit to tomorrow. But but if the mind is is just on all the time, it can't come in. So part of it is recognizing that to be balanced and to have the fullness of your potential, you need that spirit. You need that space. So we need 
and we need to create space from the mind and tell the mind, like, I've got this. <laughs> like, you can go, you, you can, you know, lo- what is it? Clock out, right? <laughs> you can just log off. <laughs> you are log out. We don't need you here right now. You're doing great, but it's go, go have a bath, right? Go take a hot bath and leave me alone for a little bit. So, we just, we want to be able to work with that and know that. So, all right, I am, I am heading off onto my little freeway 90, which is always so pleasant because it's smooth sailing once they get off the 405. Um, as always, I am sending you so much love and sunshine, even though it is another May gray day. It's what we call it here, May gray. And then we've got June gloom to look forward to where we just get all this, um, marine layer in the morning in our in our summer um so that's it that's our mind chat i hope i gave you some good things to think about and notice in your relationship to mind and tomorrow like i said we'll be doing the fourth in the series on spirit and i can't wait to talk to you then sending you so much love so much sunshine talk to you soon bye